0: Welcome to Missy Housewives and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast.
0: And we are still in the OC.
1: Except for in Canada, where we are in so cold.
0: <laughs> we are in very much the opposite of the Orange County, California uh, we are, in fact, in the grip of a ice dome, I think was a term <laughs> I heard one place
1: use. Yeah, they're saying that um, next week, one of the days, Calgary is going to be the coldest place on Earth.
0: Yeah, it's, we're going to be gripped in a... Polar
1: vortex. Polar
0: vortex is, an, is another term. Um, but no, my favorite one is when they say, we will be trapped in, like, a shell of ice.
1: I'm like... <laughs> what? Or a Where's shell he-
0: of cold
1: trapped in a shell of, that makes it sound like there's a super villain
0: I just do feel like meteorologists really try to make their jobs sound very interesting by using terms like ah, oh, we will be trapped within the
1: <laughs> we'll be captured in the grip of
0: yeah. a storm. But we don't have to we don't have to pretend we're there for now. You we pretend we're we're elsewhere. We can pretend we're in the the warm south of America, I guess.
1: Yeah, we can imagine that we are moping by a pool as many characters do in this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah there's there's a there's a bit of moping by the pool but our there's, mopius
1: characters are well is our mopius character Marissa because she's happy this episode um
0: she usually is the Mopius one, but no you're right it there is there is sort of a man they really didn't know what to do with her this episode <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be straight up and honest, they did not know what to do with Marissa, so they gave her something to do.
1: They gave her a fun side plot, remembering that they are going to bring back one of our favorite characters. Caitlyn Cooper's going to be a main character next season. <laughs> I
0: think that's the reason that why they did it. Yes.
1: Yeah, so they're like, remember Caitlin? <laughs> Let's make sure they remember Caitlin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're planning ahead for next season. We should probably remind her at the end of this season that she's still a person.
1: We do like her.
0: We do like her.
1: She might get kicked out of her fancy school. <laughs> Who knows?
0: Yeah, I'd be, yeah. Maybe that's the setup they're doing here.
1: I don't remember. It's been so long since I watched season four.
0: Yeah. Uh... But yeah, this is the penultimate episode for this uh, for this entire season.
1: And in some ways, it doesn't it feel seems like-, like an ultimate episode. And it- in some ways, it seems like a middle of the show episode.
0: It it feels like, without revealing what we'll get to later, it feels like they did something that is unrelated to anything beforehand to add a little bit of drama for that final episode. <laughs>
1: Because they wrapped up all the rest of their storylines <laughs> too easily. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they probably could have made them more difficult. But instead, they're like, no. These are done. Here's a new thing.
1: <laughs> we were bored.
0: Imagine watching a show and then having... The <laughs> just like, oh, we're going we're going into the final stretch and everything's wrapped up and now there's a new thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh my god, Sandy might be in... Oh, never mind.
0: It's very... um, It's very like American Horror Story where they actually end the season <laughs> in the th- the second last episode and the season finale which is like this big denouement of another thing
1: it's like they wrote it and they're like oh guys did anyone tell you it's not a 24 episode season it's a 25 episode season oh I'm
0: so excited to see next episode then when no, when nobody knows their lines and they're all just like uh yes hello Ryan it is morning now
1: should we recap what happened last episode and make this scene much longer than it normally is <laughs>
0: <laughs> Someone behind the hat camera just going, like, keep going, keep going.
1: Keep recapping. Keep vamping.
0: Sandy's still in makeup.
1: <laughs> Ryan, explain how you broke up with Teresa.
0: Again. <laughs> Do it again.
1: I know you already said it. Say it in different words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's get into these words. Because uh, this is The O.C. Season 3, Episode 24. The Man of the Year. So we began, and R- Ryan is uh, panicking.
1: Ryan is somehow in a crime drama. A real, like, CSI circa 2002, if it, you will. It's
0: very heavily edited. It's, it showed its orientation and craziness. And I mostly got very distracted. Because you know how this show always likes to do covers of... Song like covers of popular songs by some like very breathy slow uh, sad covers, slow sad covers. So, this is a cover of Block Party, but I've never heard this cover before. So, unless I'm mistaken, they start with the actual song of Block Party, then stop <laughs> and then do a cover because <laughs> <laughs> I hear the song and I'm like, Oh, I know this song, I like this song, this is a good song, and then all of a sudden the song ends. I'm like, Okay, so they just use the beat from <laughs> that song. But then the lyrics kick in, and it's someone different, and And the tone is different, and there's an octave shift.
1: You know, it's an early remix before DJs really knew what remixing was, and they thought it was just doing their own version of a song. (laughs) I just –
0: yeah, yeah, it's a small thing, but I'm like, why why did they do both? the original and the cover anyway that's not the point of this scene the
1: point of this scene is that ryan responds to this situation in the most ryan way he possibly can in that he loads voychuk into his voychuk's van into the rape van and he drives him to a place that is for a very long time very unclear if it's a hospital (laughs) or a police station (laughs)
0: because there are both police officers and ambulances there and flashing lights
1: It is a hospital. He has driven up to the emergency delivery place. Which
0: means Ryan is smart.
1: (laughs) He shouts for help.
0: Yeah. He has a moment there where he can't decide if he should because there's police there and he sees, like, their guns, I think.
1: But luckily, Ryan is a handsome young man in a suit, so they naturally assume... That he is the buddy of the beat-up person, not the person who has done the beating up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you see who did it? Did you see who did it? And then Wojcik's like, I was jumped.
1: <laughs> I didn't see the person.
0: Because Wojcik loves Ryan.
1: <laughs> it's true. Wojcik would never turn in his love. Of course
0: he would not. Uh, and then when, <laughs> when Ryan leads in, Wojcik's like, you see, I'm seeing me in my place tomorrow. We're not done. And I'm like, Voychuk, you don't even know if you're gonna be at the hospital tomorrow. It's gotta be one AM.
1: But I guess Ryan's just gonna keep walking up to Voychuk's house every day.
0: <laughs> Until Voicuk returns. Uh but Ryan disappears. The the guy's like, Hey, where'd your friend go?
1: And Voicuk goes, He's not my friend. He, he's my true love. He's
0: my destiny. <laughs> And he will punch me again.
1: It's everything I want. Everything I need.
0: Yeah, I got a weird fetish, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But he gets the help he needs. Yeah.
0: Uh, can- continuing with people, uh, I guess panicking, or not panicking, but, like, getting things happening immediately in the morning, Marissa wakes up to a call.
1: The call is not from Ryan, who needs help. It is from Caitlin, who Ka- needs help.
0: Caitlin Cooper, the the younger Cooper sister of an age indeterminate that will continue to be indeterminate.
1: They said she was 15 once, but how old is she now? Who knows?
0: Well, Caitlin needs, uh, uh Marissa's help because her school sent a letter To their mom.
1: And she needs Marissa to intercept that letter, which Marissa is kind of weird about, but, like, come on, Marissa. Caitlin would have done it for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, It it feels like this should coincide more, like, visually with Summer and the whole letter thing that comes up later, but it doesn't. It's just unrelated, both trying to keep letters away from parents. We didn't even wake up with Summer next. we wake up with Ryan. Who has
1: also woken up, woken up with a phone call. But this is a fun call, phone call from Teresa.
0: <laughs> I, I, put that, I put that fun with an asterisk.
1: <laughs> now, Teresa reveals that she talked to the guy from work. And it turns out the guy from work is 28. And I'm sorry. Any 28-year-old who's dating a 19-year-old, not a good guy. She dodged a bullet there.
0: I will say they also are weirdly treating Teresa's age as, like, an unknown. Do you feel like that as well?
1: Yes, it's like she's an adult, <laughs> but she's definitely the same age as Ryan. It's
0: like they're annoying the fact that they are definitely the same age by just being like, yeah, you know, 28-year-olds. They could have clearly said a 22-year-old doesn't really, didn't really care about prom.
1: Making him 28 just makes the whole situation <laughs> really gross. <laughs>
0: Uh, but Ryan uh, is obviously really weird about this because he sees like blood and he's thinking about you know last night and the and the and the emotion he felt in that moment.
1: And what we miss because of Ryan's emotion is a fun one-off where uh, Teresa reveals that Taylor Townsend had a threesome with the two Koreans.
0: No, that's not what happened, Aaron. Isn't it? No, Taylor Townsend, and then we're trying to figure out if they could have a threesome with Teresa.
1: Oh, I thought she was having it with Big Korea and nope. also Seen Young.
0: Nope, nope. She, she says that she was trapped in a limo with Taylor, with Taylor Downs and her, and her boyfriend. And she does not know what, what Korean, what threesome is in Korean, but she's pretty sure it was directed at her a few times. I. You very much misunderstood the situation.
1: I was writing. Aaron, they're
0: cousins.
1: Yeah, but they don't have to touch each other.
0: <laughs> okay, we're moving on.
1: Um, so Seth comes into the pool house. He gets all pontificating about how honesty is so important. He was honest with Summer, and everything's good. And finally, yeah. for one weekend, they can avoid major crises in this house. Yeah,
0: Seth, so turns out when you're not a dingus, things work out.
1: Ryan, however, is slowly panic attacking.
0: Well, also we learned that that Seth has of course because he hasn't told his parents about the whole brown thing. He no. thinks that once he gets an uh, like an application letter from, you know, the actual college he got into, it will help smooth things over.
1: He should just be like, I chose to go to this one instead because I love to write. Yeah,
0: if you wanted to keep up the lying, there is a better lie there. Like, you know, tell the truth and all things like that. But there is also just an easy lie. Yeah. There's <laughs> a very easy lie. Guys,
1: I changed my mind. I,
0: I mean, it'll be hard for be like, Dad, I didn't want to tell you because you love Brown so much. I didn't want to tell you that, that I decided not to go to Brown to instead pursue art.
1: And Sandy would be like... Cool. I love everything about No, that. Yeah, his,
0: no Sandy would be would be cool. He'd be slightly disappointed that he's no longer going to Brown. But
1: he didn't care about but, Brown. But, <laughs> he just wanted his son to go to Berkeley and he's already got that. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um
1: Yeah, Seth is bad at lying.
0: <laughs> well, uh, let's continue on with the wake ups. Summer wakes up.
1: She's so hungover.
0: Yep. Uh, she gets her plot for the episode by being reminded about Seth's letter.
1: Marissa talks about Caitlin's letter. Summer goes, oh, a letter. And then she throws up.
0: Yeah. But she can't tell Seth about the letter. She can't call him and tell him because, <laughs> because having learned nothing from the, from the last half of this season... It's better just not to tell him. Things are going too good. It's better just to lie.
1: Keeping (laughs) secrets makes relationships better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least this will only really go for the one episode.
1: Now, Sandy is on the phone. He is talking to someone about the hospital project, and he is... Happy. I don't
0: know if he is. I think he's talking about. He's what He's talking he
1: reve- to the person that he reveals, but he's talking about the. Ho- he's he like, is
0: talking about the, the about hospital's, the hospital's
1: been pretty hard, but this will make it good.
0: Yeah, it's really weird about whatever the conversation is. What is eventually revealed is that whatever this talk about that he's going to go have a meeting tomorrow with is that he is
1: Riviera Magazine's Newport Man of the Year. Ooh! Kirsten is filled with rage over this fact. She thinks it's a disgusting accomplishment.
0: There is so much. So much in this specific scene that throws so much shade at the concept of hospitals because Kirst, because right, Sandy's like, Yeah, you know, good with the hospital, and Kirsten's like, The only thing this hospital is good for was sleepless nights giving Matt Matt a black eye.
1: And Sandy needs to be like, Kirsten, it's a hospital, it's a hospital,
0: maybe, maybe some good can come out of this whole situation. I doubt it. Still a hospital, Kirsten. You're
1: still going to help people who get beaten up.
0: Kirsten, in the end, theres it's still a hospital.
1: Research will happen. Maybe the cure for cancer could come from this hospital, Kirsten. But she literally
0: cannot. She's literally just like, no, it made me and me had some mildly sleepless nights.
1: And if I had communicated with you that I was concerned... <laughs> Instead of just show throwing shade at you,
0: it's so weird to make the a hospital a villain in this series. It was
1: like the show was like, well, what's the one thing that would make Sandy kind of vaguely look at compromising his morals? A hospital,
0: yeah. Like this isn't like a like you know a casino or a
1: prison, a shopping mall. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a
0: hospital. It's literally the thing that helps people. And and I th- and unless if – this is what the show does sometimes. The same thing that Riverdale does occasionally where I start doubting my own memory of things. This is a hospital in an underprivileged area is the entire point, right? Yes.
1: It serves Newport but also an underprivileged area because the other hospital plan was only going to serve the riches. Yeah,
0: because that was the entire point of why Sandy had to get on this is because he needs to make sure the hospital still helped the little people. Yeah. Which is so weird that they're making that the villain. And they don't talk about it anymore. They've kind
1: of thrown that part of it out because, the
0: window. Yeah, I think they're trying to make us be like, oh, no, but, you know, it's just another hospital for the riches. <laughs> Would have been a great crossover if Ryan if they mentioned that Ryan had to drive Voichuk so far because there's just no hospital in the area. <laughs> just a moment where Ryan's like, "Man, if only there was a closer hospital."
1: I wish I could have gotten him here sooner, but the hospital is so far away. <laughs> Can
0: you imagine him rolling up the hospital, being like, "I got here as quick as I could." There's not a hospital in the area, so I had to drive all the way over here
1: <laughs> to Ventura County. I don't know where that is in relation to the OC. <laughs>
0: Uh, but this obviously adds some amount of uh, tension between him and Kirsten. Seth is. Seth and Ryan are, you know, mildly excited because it's hard to grasp, like, okay, man of the year. Like, sure. Cool. Whatever. We're
1: happy for our dad.
0: Yeah. Oh, and uh, we also know that uh, Caleb got the exact same.
1: And Kirsten is furious that sandy wants to dress up and have a fun night he's worn ties before well i couldn't even make you wear a tie to cotillion he's
0: he's worn a lot of ties he
1: used to wear ties to work when he was a public defender And the thing with Cotillion is neither of the boys cared about Cotillion. They didn't like it. So why would Sandy be excited about it? Yeah,
0: no one was excited for Cotillion. I don't think Kirsten was excited for Cotillion. He's like <laughs> so she, picked the, she picked the one time that he didn't want to wear a tie and just dragged it out. She's like,
1: you used to be a man of the people. Now you're a man of the Sandy. Yeah.
0: Well, the best thing that she can say about it is that it will be good for your father's career.
1: Thanks, Kirsten. And then
0: he heads out, but not before Summer comes in. He
1: runs into Summer at the door, and she's like, yes, I'm here. Oh, God. She's very awkward. She tries to run into the office, and Seth heads her off at the pass by accident.
0: Yeah, yeah. She can't She can't find the letter. It's Summer. We actually saw it in earlier in the shot, but... Uh, Is she... it
1: in Sandy's briefcase, or he, she no, just can't find it? No, she, she just can't two. find it.
0: because it's, uh, He put definitely put papers on top of it. Um. So it's a little bit, but she can't find it,
1: and she gets caught by Seth like real fast. Yeah, but
0: she fortunately she can distract him with making out.
1: Off they go. Speaking of off they go, Ryan and Marissa meet at the diner because they didn't want to pay Taylor Townstead to be in this episode.
0: <laughs> and the only one Ryan can apparently talk to is Taylor's best friend Marissa.
1: So he gives Marissa the money to give to Taylor, and Marissa goes, oh. Boy, Chuck had it, huh? I better go over to his house and kick his ass. <laughs> He's
0: like, ah, uh, no, don't do that. His actually. ass has been
1: adequately kicked.
0: <laughs> uh, the, I guess mostly the idea of this theme is to show that Ryan and Marissa are friends.
1: And Marissa is going to see Caitlyn.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's also mentioned there.
1: But mostly... They're cool now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Seth and Summer uh, make out.
1: Summer interrupts the make out to ask about Sandy's briefcase. It's also <laughs> revealed that when they have sex, she's always on top.
0: Yeah. she Well, she's trying to gauge essentially where the letter might be. Um, and she almost, like, tells him about it. But then, very in a very Seth way, decides not to. There, This episode will have a lot of scenes where it's just like, the thing happens. That's the scene.
1: No funny banter for us.
0: Yeah. It even has an entire storyline where a thing happens. <laughs> yep. Uh.
1: So uh, Julie Cooper, Nichols, is super excited that Sandy's been winning Man of the Year because yeah. she knows how to be happy for people in her life. Yeah, yeah. And she promises Kirsten she'll be there. And then she tells Neil, and Neil's like... Absolutely
0: not. We get a lot of Neil business this episode. Just like, hey, let's check in with Neil. See how Neil's doing. And you, she's like, I'm just worried. I'm worried about this entire situation. I, I really think this is going to turn out bad. Well, I mean, there's this investigation going on. And I'm sitting down with the DA tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm, I'm happy for him, but I don't know.
1: And Julie's like, <laughs> Neil, <it's> Sandy Cohen. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Sandy Cohen, Neil.
0: But the big question that comes out of this scene is, if Sandy knows, well, then why doesn't Kirsten know?
1: Because Sandy knows that Kirsten hates everything about him and he doesn't want to reveal this.
0: Oh my god, the amount that this would.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine the shade she would <laughs> throw at him if he told her? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and also, he clearly is also thinking of the fact that she's been out of rehab now for six, six months.
1: months? and he's also thinking he can handle it cuz he knows he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah,
0: he he if, and also I think at this point without spoiling the ending, he already knows what he's going to do. So
1: he's like why bother? Well, maybe
0: he's he's he, he's, partially he's borderline,
1: there. but he's not going to yep. bother her. Cuz to him this is like a non a non <laughs> issue.
0: A non issue. <laughs> and and you know what? Maybe he should have told her. But it's just the way that she's been in these last few
1: episodes, the way she reacts to every word that comes out of his mouth makes me makes me be like, yeah, maybe he tells
0: her after he's the like, fact, or
1: I don't want you to freak out.
0: It's it's a difficult because we know we know that like you know it's all, it's good to be open with people. That's the entire purpose of the Seth and Summer, Summer storyline. Story so, but also the ways she's been written.
1: Also, some secrets are good.
0: So Ryan goes to see Wojcik.
1: As he promised, and he hopes he can smooth this whole thing over with an apology. My
0: favorite thing about this scene is that Wojcik has, like, four broken ribs and seven stitches, and Ryan has scuffs on his knuckles.
1: Who's the strong boy now, Wojcik? <laughs> like, it was
0: a pretty beat-em-up fight. Yeah, Ryan-, Ryan
1: was thrown around. <laughs> yeah, but
0: Ryan is unfazed by Anything.
1: Ryan has been doing his salmon ladder.
0: <laughs> he knows how to be a superhero. <laughs>
1: Come on, Voychuk, get better at being a supervillain. It
0: has been a while since we've seen Ryan shirtless. He could be all scarred up like the arrow was.
1: That's true. <laughs> so, uh, Voychuk accepts Ryan's apology and loves it, but he also needs Ryan to be his baby driver.
0: Yeah. You see, uh, if Ryan doesn't be his baby driver, then Voychuk is going to tell everyone about the assault.
1: Because you know that's going to go in Voychuk's favor. Everyone's going to believe him.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, when when it comes down to it, I think what Ryze like essentially Voychuk is offering mutually assured destruction. He knows that Ryan will tell them tell him about the five thousand dollars, and that will definitely go on him. But Ryan has, as Voychuk said, a lot more to lose because he, you know, he was the one who dropped him off. Like people going to see, like, okay, you know, Ryan probably did, you know, beat. Beat the crap out of the mm-hmm. kid. But if there's anything we learned about Berkeley, he's already he <laughs> in. already
1: goes there. In the
0: fact that these kids are doing anything at all,
1: Berkeley would probably be like, "Hey, good for you. You saved a friend." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what Berkeley would do. <laughs>
1: Considering Ryan was there when his ex girlfriend shot his brother in self defense, and he still got into Berkeley. Yeah, but that wasn't him being like. <sighs> also, what does not come up in this episode enough is that Voychuk threw a beer bottle at his head. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but once again that isn't a situation that it, like that becomes word versus word and yes in this situation you would say that Ryan's word is worth more, but that doesn't change change the fact that this still would
1: Well you, and Ryan also doesn't believe that his word is worth more, but it's not so much the police that the beer bottle thing is a thing. Yeah. I'll tell you when it's a thing. <laughs>
0: So Marissa has made a wild play which unfortunately has once again ruined the the location and time and plot of this entire season. She goes to see Caitlyn at her college which might be 2 hours away.
1: Her boarding school. Sorry, her boarding Wait, don't school. Don't forget
0: Caitlyn. Sorry.
1: Still in high school. Sorry,
0: her boarding school which might be 2 hours away. So the fact that no one has seen her <laughs> is wild.
1: Well, Marissa says she's taking a road trip. Yeah, but. <laughs> and I mean, if she says to Julie Cooper, "Hey, I'm going to visit Caitlin," Julie will be like, oh, "Sisters!"
0: I'm that this. Is a, this, that's the fact that that earlier Caitlin being anywhere that was in her school was wild. When she is like a day trip away, even less than a day trip.
1: Marissa has a car. Caitlin <laughs> does not. <laughs> anyway, we meet Caitlin's roommate, and it's Lucy Hale. Lucy Hale, you'll know Kevin soon from the TV show. Katie Keene, she plays Katie Keene.
0: Oh, I thought Katie Keene had crazy eyebrows.
1: That's Lucy Hale. She just doesn't have crazy eyebrows.
0: Oh, she grows into them. Yeah. Good, good for her. Uh, no, this is uh, Hadley. She will be in for this episode.
1: Because they, we need, need, a, to they fun. need a third person? <laughs> I guess so. Marissa confronts Caitlin about the letter, but we won't know what the letter is now because first, Julie Cooper. Has become a good person.
0: (laughs) I'm dating a plastic surgeon now, a doctor. I'm, what I'm saying is I'm rich again and not off of dirty money.
1: So I have learned, sometimes you have to be honest. Kirsten, your husband's being investigated by the DA, and he knows. I love you very much.
0: That's pretty much the scene. Yeah. All right, uh, let's let's cut over to where is Ryan and Teresa and talking about the future and the past, and
1: and you're right, the timeline does break because now it's nighttime, but it's not nighttime at Caitlin's school. Yeah, yeah. Unless yep. what happens at Caitlin's school is the next day, I don't know. Anyway, Ryan and <laughs> Teresa are catching up, future past, overtake out. Yeah, and then she sees his hand, and she burns the world to the ground. Well, I can see where
0: she's coming from because a few things remember. She has not seen Ryan. She does not know the Ryan that there is. She knows the Ryan that she left behind. Um, and she clearly, clearly this is supposed to be a romantic thing.
1: <laughs> However, Ryan should have told Teresa that he was trying to leave with the money and Voychuk threw a beer bottle at his head. Because I think Teresa would understand how the adrenaline would take over. Yeah, but I'm I... am sorry, I can't... I. I would never call a man a monster or an animal because <laughs> someone threw a beer bottle at his head and he she doesn't even know the Wojciech went to the hospital all she knows is that Ryan did a punch
0: yeah but like as as she explains that on on you know on the most days Ryan is like you know good and great and great but she can't she does not know him she does not know all the things all she knows is that he does fight, and there are people who don't get in fights, and she has a baby now she has to take care of. Like- I'm
1: sorry. If someone threw a beer bottle at Teresa's head, I bet she would fight. I'm just saying this, because of the type of character Ryan is, where he's a character who is not going to stand up for himself with his words. Yeah. Because he doesn't he doesn't know how to use his words like that. Yeah. Ryan has always been plain spoken, and all he knows how to say, he doesn't know how to explain the situation. He doesn't know how to... Yeah give context all he knows how to say is well i don't usually fight yeah um it's reasonable but yeah. it's the, the well, type of character that ryan is makes is the only way this scene could work
0: yeah but i mean that's the reason why this scene works and like in in the things where yeah
1: I, i'm agreeing with yeah. you we're on the same page
0: yeah. i also think that in, in like super emotional um situations it's gonna be hard to try to apply logic to uh, to you know, people's actions. I think this is a, this is a great scene. I think, I, I agree. think, I, I think that they had a, they did they did one of the things that they do pretty well, which is where two people coming from different points of view um, colliding and not being able to fully express to each other that.
1: I just think, as real people, if like as a storytelling, it's a very good storytelling scene yeah. for real people. It's very disappointing that Teresa doesn't have interest. In learning who Ryan has become. She has only ever loved him and been interested in him for who he was. And that's why she has to leave the show. And that's why she has to move on. And that's why they don't have a romance right now. Yeah. Well, I, but I think. It, it, it's disappointing in the character.
0: Yeah, but I, I think a lot of it also com- comes down to the fact that she has had a string of very bad. Like situations, and so it's it makes sense why she would be a little bit gun shy of anything that even smelt of a bad situation again.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with yeah. you. I'm also though pointing out that her reacting this way is the reason that Ryan does everything else in this episode.
0: Yes, I, absolutely. I I wanted to say in this scene that I like. I think this scene does the whole like um possible descent into darkness better than the entire like Sandy storyline does. Mm-hmm. Like, this one episode with Ryan of making the choices between, you know, between one side of the other is a, is just, in a, in a tighter context, works a lot better than the entire Sandy thing.
1: I would agree. I also think it's a misstep. And maybe it'll be in the next episode. That there isn't, not a misstep, it's just disappointing that there isn't a balance. There isn't someone that's like, yeah. You did overreact and you did backslide, but it's okay as long as you make better steps moving forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I
1: guess we do that storyline with Kirsten. Yeah,
0: and I usually tend to give penultimate episodes more leeway on these things because it's very common for penultimate episodes to be treated like a two-parter, even when they're not.
1: I just don't know who could give that balance. I mean, uh, it's going to have to be Marissa, but Marissa's not the best place character. I thought,
0: Um, honestly, Teresa would come back. For the last episode. Oh, I don't.
1: I think she's done. No,
0: well, I guess what? We'll, we'll, we'll have to yeah. see. Re- Aaron, never never forget the return of Anna for a second episode. Anything is possible. Maybe. <laughs> so Kirsten uh, talks to Sandy.
1: She confronts him about the investigation. He's like, Well, I didn't tell you because there's nothing to investigate. It's fine. It's going to turn out fine, Kirsten. Yeah, he's
0: like, like you know, they don't have a case on, on Griffin or me. He won't let it land on the family. And she
1: says, it already has. And
0: then she goes home and drinks.
1: Yep, she drinks secret <laughs> vodka.
0: Meanwhile, Sandy goes and gets, gets the mat evidence.
1: Now, Sandy, again, you're not Ryan. You do know how to use your words. <laughs> you need to tell Kirsten about that secret mat evidence.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, really feels like that he's really working up to be like, no, I know the most dramatic time to do this. Please, Kirsten, just hold on. He, hold on. It'll be really cool when I do this.
1: He is Sandy. He does love drama.
0: <laughs> well, way, while uh, Kirsten is uh, relapsing and Sandy is pulling out the evidence that he keeps around, we cut back to Daytime. the boarding school <laughs> and a different timeline, a different time. Maybe maybe she crossed time zones. <laughs>
1: Maybe. Maybe she's in London. (laughs) So uh, they point out a young man named Trevor or Tyler or Tad or something.
0: Aaron, I need to be honest with you. I don't know if it's because I had to take notes in this scene or if it's because of anything else. I listened to this entire scene. I cannot tell you what is happening and what the plot is. The most I got out (laughs) of it is this guy is a jerk and... It could get Caitlin kicked out of school. Well,
1: let me tell you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Trevor
1: or Tyler or Tad or something is, we're going to call him Tad, because that's the most obnoxious name I can think of. All right. It's not his name, but. Yeah, who knows. So Tad is the captain of the lacrosse team. He's a cool boy. He likes to do cool things, like throw Adderall parties. Yeah. And also lipstick parties. We're going to keep are-
0: moving. We're going to keep moving on from that.
1: <laughs> lipstick parties are a horrible thing from the early 2000s. Don't look them up. They're bad. Don't do it. So he invited Caitlyn to his lipstick party. And Caitlyn was like, I'm a grown adult, you dingus. I'm not going to that.
0: I've seen seen boys like you bleeding on the floor of a combat arena. Don't you come at me.
1: Tad, calm down. I'm a woman. You can't handle me. (laughs) And Tad was so offended by this. He was so offended that she turned him down for his lipstick party. Yeah. That he blamed stealing the school crest on yeah. her. Okay. Caitlin is certain that he has the school crest, but because he's, you know, good boy, lacrosse captain, yeah. Yeah. and she's Caitlin Cooper. Yeah. She's going to get kicked out of school. Okay. And no one will believe what she says versus what he says.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, once again, I could not get it. The, the amount that this scene just washed over my head is I really literally written down the phrase... Marissa, Kaylin, and Marissa talk about Jerk Guy, because I could not remember Hadley's name at that moment. I I just, I don't know what was happening in that scene, but they were saying things, and I was trying to connect them and figuring out the words they were saying.
1: Hadley, uh, Hadley is also a very annoying character who just likes to say bitch a lot. Yeah. So Hadley makes every scene she's in worse.
0: So... They're going to – I really – okay, so they're going to do something. Marissa sees a skirt walk by. No,
1: Marissa sees a school uniform and asks to borrow one of Caitlin's because she's got a plan. Yeah. Because this episode, Marissa likes hijinks. She's having fun now. (laughs) I guess so. So, meanwhile, Ryan visits Voicuk again, and Voicuk has a visitor. And this visitor is like, cool, give me that mysterious wad of cash, and I'll leave the garage door unlocked when I leave work. Yeah. And Voychuk's like, excellent, my dirty dealing is working.
0: Yeah. So they're going to something. They're going to do something. Voicuk is really, really just like piecing out this information. I mean, once again, he's playing around with Ryan because boy does he love Ryan.
1: And if he tells him one thing, Ryan's just gonna leave. So he needs to, like, really play out the amount of time he, he gets to have with he, Ryan. He
0: really doesn't understand the concept of blackmail. Like he already did it. He doesn't need to like he pays out the information anyway. They're going to do something in this neighborhood, by that neighborhood, Aaron.
1: It's Ryan's neighborhood, which
0: apparently may or may not be like fifty square miles.
1: I think it's just they're doing a thing in Newport. <laughs>
0: he says, "When he says in his neighborhood, I thought like Chino. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, but no." So uh, Seth and Summer are going to go out for dinner, and Seth pops into his mom's room to tell his mom he's going out for dinner, and oh no.
0: She's sleeping.
1: However, she's pretty good at being a relapsed alcoholic, because she put that vodka into a coffee mug.
0: Also, she doesn't strictly look, like, passed out. out. She She looks like
1: she's napping. She
0: looks, she, like, has, uh, I think that what maybe set Seth off is that she's also still wearing all of her, like necklace and things like that. And maybe he's like, huh, this doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem
1: comfy. Because he
0: checks, uh, he sniffs the mug. And here's what I have to say to Seth, and also the writing of the show, Seth reacts to this in a very Seth way, but also in a very not-Seth way.
1: So he smells this vodka and he hustles out of the room. And he's like, oh, Summer, my mom's sick. My mom's sick. I gotta go. Well, but he,
0: he's, like, he's like, he doesn't, he... For someone who has been so bad at lying in the past, this is so clean and calm of just like, oh no, I gotta you know, got take care of her. I think maybe I'm getting sick too. And
1: Summer wants to bring dinner for his mom, but no, no, they're gonna raincheck check their date. And then he covers up Kirsten, except for one foot with a blanket, <laughs> and he washes that vodka mug.
0: Yep, and then he sits on his bed, and then he looks at his pot... <laughs>
1: And then he closes the drawer.
0: Yes. All right. I just... Really, let's be clear. That is to remind us that the pot exists.
1: Now, it is still daytime at Caitlin's school.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. What is happening?
1: (laughs) And Marissa comes in wearing the sexiest version of the school uniform. Oh, she
0: goes full Britney Spears.
1: She is too tall for Caitlin's uniform, and it works.
0: (laughs) And not only does she do that, she puts on a British accent, friends be a foreign exchange student who's literally just like, like, hi, I'm from Britain. Let's go to your room.
1: Meanwhile, Cherry Pie plays.
0: That cherry bomb. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, um. Cherry Pie would <laughs> be a very different tone to the entire scene.
1: Now, Tad reveals that he did his junior year in England. Again, this is a high school, but okay. Aaron,
0: their age is whatever works at that moment.
1: So he knows her accent is fake, and she says, cool, I'm a stripper. Your friend's hired me for your birthday. My
0: birthday's in six months. Lily, <laughs> this is my half-birthday.
1: And then she's like, do you want to see me naked or not, you dingus? I li-
0: <laughs> Dad has every chance to realize that this is not a situation, a- that he's clearly being tricked.
1: And, and he, he doesn't.
0: He goes, no, I have figured out this plan, and I figured out that one. And she's like, do you want to see my boobs? And he's like, yeah. Let's go.
1: The best part is, when they were making their plan, they were like three feet away from him. (laughs) Has he not seen Caitlin talking to Marissa?
0: I guess not. Ted, listen, if there's anything we learned in this scene in this specific moment, Ted is an idiot.
1: And I mean, I guess Marissa is wearing a school uniform now, so she looks different than she did when she was wearing her normal clothes.
0: Look, Ted does not look at women's faces.
1: No, he does not.
0: So, uh, Seth, we have a quick scene where he tries to talk to his mom about, like, alcohol, really.
1: And she's like, gotta go, AA meeting, huzzah! Yeah.
0: Uh, So, I'm guessing Marissa stayed the weekend at...
1: (laughs) Yeah, she said she was taking a road trip this weekend. Okay,
0: all right, that's fine. That's fine with the drive time, then. It's just not a day trip.
1: No. All right. So, uh, Sandy knows that Neil is meeting with the DA so he gets there before Neil gets there and he's like hello my best friend the DA what up what's your case like
0: well here's the here's the deal Sandy <laughs> Who well, I'm not surprised to see here at all uh, they don't have a, have a great case against Griffin that's no surprise they never
1: have yeah they have zero case against Sandy <laughs>
0: yeah they have a lot of hearsay but the idea being that they have worked close enough that if Griffin goes down Sandy goes down which doesn't seem right (laughs) if the case is so flimsy on griffin to also be like yeah and we'll also just anybody else around him
1: and sandy's like so uh you have no case against me then like i don't need to worry
0: yeah but he does offer like well what if someone has evidence on griffin
1: a lot of evidence (laughs)
0: like tangible evidence, like email chains and text threads. and
1: If someone were to give you that evidence, could someone save the hospital this community very much needs?
0: And then the DA lie- lays out the trolley problem, effectively. He's like, no, Sandy, here's what it is. He pulls out a whiteboard and goes, you see, on one side, you can... someone can help us bury Griffin, but we will unfortunately also bury the hospital. Or they don't and maybe they get arrested but the hospital stays
1: which makes zero <laughs> which, sense
0: which is more ethical <laughs> i'm like wait how does how can how can the entire hospital
1: hinge on griffin one guy there's a board that has voted vote, like there are two boards there's like the money board and the doctor board like
0: i can understand it becoming a problem becoming and more difficult, taking
1: longer because they have to go through everything with like a fine toothed comb. Yeah, I can
0: understand the Newport Group losing the hospital, but maybe. there's just not no, going to be, not a a be a hospital anymore. are just not because this one guy was a jerk. Keep in mind the reason why he why he did this entire thing started really because he definitely is you know corrupt and all those things. But really, Maya was sad about Matt. <laughs> And then maybe, he got mad <laughs> fired.
1: Do you think maybe Griffin was not a villain before
0: <laughs> There's literally no way to tell. <laughs> well, you see, my daughter was sad, and then I just kept going.
1: And now, I don't know, guys. I didn't mean to do this.
0: So sa- now, Sandy. See, now this actually is, like, a interesting, like...
1: Now Sandy has to make an actual moral decision. Moral decision.
0: Do you... Do you... Uh, essentially, like... I guess the idea is that, is this better for your family? Though I didn't really see it that way. I thought, like, do you get a corrupt guy and take him down for, like, finally, finally able to take him down? Um, However, then the hospital isn't built. Or do you let it go through and the hospital gets built, but the corrupt guy keeps... And the corrupt, corrupt
1: guy is a doctor, so there's that whole, like, people's <laughs> lives are in this horrible man's hands. Yeah,
0: and then, man, if one of his patients was mean to his daughter...
1: <laughs> oh my god, one of his patients speaks sharply to his receptionist, <laughs> that patient could be dead.
0: Uh, so now Sandy has to make a decision about that.
1: And then Neil sees... And then there's some, Neil,
0: there's some <laughs> Neil business goes on. <laughs> Neil is troubled. Neil is really flown through this episode like a nimbus cloud. <laughs> Hey, what's going on over there? I also have dramatic thoughts. Think about why are you cutting away from me? Hey
1: Aaron. Hey Kevin, what did you learn this week?
0: Well, I looked up a little bit about K pop.
1: I also tried to look that up, but my phone died because it's cold outside. Oh,
0: that's fine. Uh what I found here is a little bit of a um essay someone essentially wrote about the large scale overseas expansion of K pop. Ooh. Now, there's a few things that helped K pop expand, uh, you know, to other places other than just Korea. Um so one of them was that uh Korean like T V dramas became very popular. <laughs> I, swear.
1: I do remember people watching that.
0: So the 2002 Korean TV drama Winter Sonata and subsequent Korean dramas gained huge popularity in Asia and sparked off the Korean wave in this region. Here's one thing I like. So, for example, in 2004, Rain. Do you know who Rain is?
1: No. Rain
0: was in a movie. He's a K-pop star. He was also in a movie called Ninja Assassin. Rain was.
1: Was I, he I, the Ninja Assassin?
0: He was Ninja Assassin. I had a joke written for last episode where I really hoped that big Korea was going to be Rain. But I'm like, uh, Rain might not have been popular. He was. It could have been Rain.
1: That would have been so good. <laughs> he probably good. was too
0: popular, honestly. That's fair. Um, for example, in 2004, Rain starred in the heavily viewed TV drama Full House. What? I assume not that Full House.
1: <laughs> no, I guess that's... N- well, it's kind of a drama.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's see, there's two raids. <laughs> he, he he covered for the Olsen twins for a few episodes well, in know, Full House.
1: They were too busy making their fashion line
0: and became a pan Asian star in the same year. His album, "It's Raining," <gasps>
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Sold a
0: bunch of copies across Asia.
1: I am so happy.
0: What also helped a lot is that the digital music in the form of MP3s and were like introduced in 1996, and then as it went along, YouTube and similar video sharing sites, um, and like essentially the, the, the growth of social media really helped push uh, K-pop to worldwide audiences um, by just like being able to spread around their insane videos people. so
1: it wasn't just people like mailing VHS bootlegs to each other no it
0: became more of a fact that like it was this this almost it's all but it's not they it almost became memeified. where yeah. the idea being like because their stuff was so catchy by formula um even when the uh um even when they couldn't speak the language it was they were very repetitive they had English words thrown in um It was very easy to spread them. Uh, This was a little bit after uh, this episode. Mm -hmm. But in 2008, a powerful U.S. blogger, Perez Hilton, uploaded Wonder Girls' music video, Nobody, on his popular site. And the video clip was seen by America's largest entertainment agency, the Creative Artists Agency. And through signing contract with this agency, the the girl group entered the U.S. pop pop music market. Good for them. So, got posted because of social media, because the blogging became a thing. Yeah. Which got them seen by this. So, like, that sort of helped spread it out there. Then, of course, in 2012 was Gangnam Style, which was the most viewed video on YouTube. So, it seemed like one of the first things that social media did... Was bring
1: (laughs) K-pop to America.
0: Was bring K-pop. And that is something I did not realize you could be like, yeah, that... Immediately as soon as social media, 2005, YouTube, video sharing sites, social media, K-pop.
1: <laughs> Kevin, you could write an entire master's thesis about this.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that's probably why this person wrote that essay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that seems like a yes.
0: So it's night again.
1: Maybe, maybe I've. So, Ryan and Vojchuk are in Ryan's car. They are actually on a stakeout. I think
0: they're in Vojchuk's truck.
1: No, they're in Ryan's car because then that cougar pops up and she's like, oh my God, I knew this was the Cohen vehicle.
0: Oh, all right. So, he borrowed the Cohen. So, really, he's in the Cohen's vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, the, that, that that cougar uh, pops up at the window.
1: <laughs> She's a mom of one of the boys at the school, but she thinks Wojcik is so hot.
0: And also a little bit into Ryan. Yep. She asks him to save a dance at the... I don't think there's going to be any dancing at the Man of the Year party, but...
1: She wants it.
0: She wants one and also wants Voychuk to come.
1: Awkward. And Boyce like, see, that's why you had to be the baby driver.
0: Because <laughs> of your baby face.
1: No one's suspicious.
0: Now if, you, now, if you excuse me, I am going to make you give you some tinnitus. <laughs> I think that's very important to this whole thing.
1: Very important.
0: Uh, now it's
1: daytime again. Now
0: it's daytime again.
1: <laughs> Marissa kind of seduces the guy in a storage room but mostly she just convinces him to take his pants off so she can tie him to a rolling chair. Yeah,
0: there's a f- god, there's a few things I remember the scene that have nothing really to do about this scene, but at least one of them is the fact that I that for, as far as I know, Marissa spent an entire night leading this guy around, all around the school, all around the school, and then they came into a storage room and the first thing this guy says is this isn't my room. <laughs> Tad is not a smart man.
1: Nope. He's been hit in the head with the lacrosse stick too many times. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he, he, I guess he gets comeuppance because Marissa very simply ties him to a chair and leaves him there. And
1: she takes his pants so she can have his room key.
0: Which I assume means they grab the crest. We never see the outcome of that. They just sort of at, at the end just go, well, thank God that's over with.
1: High five all together. Huzzah. Uh.
0: But let's let's head back to where it's also day.
1: <laughs> so this is no 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 this yes is evening, <laughs> early evening. <laughs> this is the next day. Well, Ryan, and, well, Ryan and Voychuk do start their stakeout during the daytime, so maybe this is okay.
0: Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I think they do start during the daytime because I I remember because I because I think later they sat there for a long time waiting for the guy to leave.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway, summer arrives at the Cohen house. Seth is not there, for he is setting. <laughs> Summer's like, hello, Sandy, may I please wait for Seth? And Sandy's like, okay. And she's like, in your office with you? I'm very lonely.
0: Yeah, she tries to get the letter, but instead draws immediate attention to the fact she's trying to steal something off of his desk.
1: So he reads it, because it's written, like, it's labeled to him and Kirsten.
0: Yeah, Um, then in Summer, you know... Panicking and babbling, she also reveals that he isn't going to Brown.
1: She also during all of this reveals that Kirsten was sick last night. Yeah, which it's is just a lot.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot. Summer will not be seen again. Nope. <laughs> In this episode, I think.
1: I no, she shows up at the party with Neil later.
0: Oh, you're right. She, but noticed
1: <laughs> she is not with the Cohen. no she has
0: glanced briefly.
1: <laughs> so meanwhile, meanwhile, during the daytime, this is all daytime, it's fine. Yeah. Kirsten is at a meeting. She talks about her relapse, but she talks about how the most embarrassing or the worst part of her relapse is that she didn't tell her husband because her husband has been so busy with a business deal. Really? He hasn't. <laughs> we have not seen him be that busy, Kirsten, until you started harping him.
0: This entire, this entire entire season has been so much telling and not showing. Yeah. There's so much being like, oh, he's busy. He's never home. He's all Oh, he's never busy. And she does say that, like, you know... Uh, I don't want to blame anyone because the one who saw, can stop people drinking is me. But I really wish I had my husband, and it's a lot. It's a lot to put on someone who she's r- refused to communicate with.
1: Especially because if Sandy knew that she was drinking, he would quit his job.
0: <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, Seth the worst is- person to hear uh, hear this over here is it. It's Seth. It's Seth.
1: He is spying on an AA meeting, which is not great. <laughs>
0: But he goes home, and I do not know how they meet there because I thought Sandy was coming, but I think he was just in a we can 't go into the geography of this this house anymore
1: Sandy and Seth meet in a hallway they confront each other
0: and it feels very emotional, but Seth has a lot of grievances that feel like they they don't they don't really come out of somewhere
1: it seems to me that seth has not noticed that anything has been going on with his dad but he heard his mum's drinking speech
0: and has assumed it's way it's all true it's all true and way more things have happened because he starts making weird things here where like maybe if he have knows anything other than the hospital you would have noticed she was passing out before dinner that's we- never happened
1: no nope, she passed out <laughs> no it was before dinner because he and he and summer were going to get dinner you're right but well, one time
0: yeah yeah um and then he, then he does things like, well, maybe if you start acting like, acting like my father. I'm like, when has he
1: not been, what? What? He's so excited for, he, <laughs> he insisted that you bring all of your friends over so you could take pre-prom photos. And then he paid for the party. Like,
0: what? <laughs> when? When? Is, is at any when, of this time? Has he not, like. <laughs>
1: is this when he didn't drive you to the airport that one time? Because Neil didn't drive Marissa and Summer and they're fine.
0: Yeah, it's it it it's the sort of thing where, like, yes, yes, emotions and teens and he really, really cares about his mom and he's worried about her. But so much of this is that he heard his mom say those things and developed his opinion on them right then.
1: And so much of this show has been Kirsten telling us all her grievances and the show not showing Sandy doing those things. Which
0: makes this seem really, really unfortunate for Sandy because... If they had been showing the Sandy stuff, we'd be like, yeah, you know what? You're right, Seth. Maybe this is a situation where everybody's a little bit wrong. But at this point, emotions are colliding. And Sayward's kind of like... Did Kirsten gaslamp her son? <laughs> Gaslight her son?
1: No, I don't love that they do give Sandy a line where he's like, what? You're smoking pot? And I'm like, come on, Oh, you Sandy. don't care.
0: <laughs> you do not care. So
1: I I wish they had flipped it. And he was like, brown? You didn't get into brown? Yeah. And then he revealed the pot thing? Because then it's just him, like, just, being so frustrated that he's just stuff. Just snowballing. Yeah. Just snowballing yeah, things. Yeah.
0: But he starts with the pot.
1: <laughs> and it's like, come on. Come on. So anyway, they're both very angry.
0: Yeah. Uh. Now it is evening. I remember now because I I wrote down that man did they arrive for this stakeout really early? Way too early. (laughs) They've been there for hours, and now the mark leaves the house.
1: And Voychuk reveals this is a robbery, and Ryan's like, "What? I thought we were picking." Oh man.
0: Of course it's a robbery. They're gonna come on, leave-
1: Ryan. Ryan,
0: they're leaving the garage door unlocked. What do you think it was? Yeah, you're not
1: picking something up, although I guess you could have been picking up drugs.
0: Yeah. Um, Voychuk essentially Ryan- goads Ryan to be like, come on, man, come with me. Come on, we can hold hands. It's going to be cool.
1: <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm not going to hold your hand, but I'm worried you're going to force me to if I don't come. So
0: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Uh, they they head up uh, Volchuk goes in Security drives by Foreshadowing Ooh
1: Yeah I kept thinking It was police And then I realized I was like Oh this is just Private security no, It's, pro- it's private security
0: With flashing lights Yeah uh, So
1: Ryan watches out And then Boychuk opens the garage door And the thing Is a car
0: and Voychuk has spent no time to find the extra set of keys, instead immediately goes to setting off the alarm and trying to...
1: Despite the fact that security is literally right there. What a dumbo. Now, I
0: will say that Ryan probably... You know, I'm going to put this blame on both of them. Voychuk should have asked his lookout if the the coast was clear, and Ryan should have said security literally just drove by. Yeah,
1: maybe don't jimmy the lock right now. I'll take a
0: little bit off of... A little bit off of Ryan, because he is still... Because he has not been told about the situation. He doesn't
1: know it's a car until Voicuk starts jimmying the car. Yeah.
0: Voicuk is a very bad criminal.
1: (laughs) So, the He he
0: also tries to jimmy the car, I think, by sticking a thing into the... Like like it doesn't look like he's trying to go inside it to like try to undo it's the like lock.
1: He's doing the window. It looks like he
0: wants to wedge the wind like, and he has no other tools. Like the other thing is he's trying to wedge the window out to reach inside. But if the alarm goes off, that's a terrible way of doing anyway. <laughs>
1: and he just panics. <laughs> I don't want to make it breaks the window.
0: Oh, and, and hey, this is a very shot for shot uh scene done of like the first episode. Yep. Oh man, but now it's <laughs> Void instead of someone that Ryan cares about. So
1: Ryan does not get in the car. He <laughs> runs away into- and takes. <laughs> the woods. Ryan makes a very
0: smart choice, which is when he sees a, sees a car coming up and Voychuk in a car, he's like, you know what? You be the distraction and runs.
1: Now, I want to know, how did Voychuk think he was going to get away in this situation? Voychuk is an idiot. <laughs> he breaks open the window and he <laughs> And he hot wires the car and then he drives right past security. Now,
0: look... What I'm saying here is that I don't want to – I i I've never been a criminal mastermind. I don't want to put dispersions on uh, Voychuk. But it feels like there's a lot here that if you are going to steal that expensive a car from that, ex- that big of a place, maybe don't blackmail your lookout.
1: <laughs> like- just what is his goal? Is he going to sell the car? He can't do that now. He broke the window. Get –
0: Get a better... You clearly have other friends. It just seems weird that you decided to take Ryan on this trip.
1: Yeah, Ryan is a bad buddy. I really,
0: it really, really seems like Voytruck was hoping that they would run off and film a Louise each other.
1: And just drive off a cliff together. Yeah, and
0: he'd just be like, you and me, ride a Ryan and be like, don't touch me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know,
1: Voytruck thinks that Ryan will realize he's in love.
0: Uh, that's what I think. I think that's the entire purpose of this. That's the only reason I can think of why Ryan would take... Our wife Vojch would take Ryan with him on this, this very so in, like this very high stakes robbery. Like if they were just picking something out of the garage, sure. You're mostly just there, just to mess with Ryan.
1: Yeah, but in this situation, <laughs> Ryan makes it worse.
0: This is clearly the first time Vojch has ever done this. By the way.
1: Oh yeah, he has not made a good plan.
0: how <laughs> before this he was just the jerk like surfer, and now they're trying to be like, oh no, he's actually a criminal mastermind.
1: I mean, he did kidnap Marissa that. One time. he did
0: we should have we should have known from then that he wasn't just a jerk surfer he also really likes kidnapping the <laughs> fact it wasn't someone to kidnap is very good for ryan it's
1: true so marissa and caitlin and hadley got the crest back marissa had fun the sisters bond very cute
0: yeah uh caitlin mentioned how it sucks that she's gonna be at college marissa's like well we'll see about that because it's still a thing she's thinking about
1: oh marissa uh,
0: meanwhile uh, there's people who are less happy and that's sandy
1: he's moping by the pool
0: you see, Kirsten was late getting home, and Sandy does not lose his mind.
1: He is like, so... I understand
0: that sometimes people are like, we're not going to dwell on that.
1: He's like, Kirsten, I see you're late. Um, were you at an AA meeting because you have relapsed in your alcoholism? I'm very sorry, I didn't realize that.
0: And she's like, I tried to talk to you.
1: And he's like, nope.
0: I think he does mention, like, the night you called. I'm like, what night? What night is he referring to?
1: The night that he didn't come home because he was saving Matt's life?
0: Now, that was the first time she looked at alcohol.
1: Oh. But... But, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Kirsten is understanding. Sandy is understanding. They're like, huh, we're really goofed by not talking to each other this season, huh? Uh...
0: Kirsten does throw a really weird thing, which was where like she wasn't sure that he would only care with the threat of a relapse, and that feels like real, a ignoring real,
1: everything about Sandy, well, and also
0: a real mean thing to say to someone. Was like I didn't tell you because I because this was a test. If you if the only reason you would care if I was in danger, then what's the point? I'm like what. What? <laughs>
1: but he loves you so much he wants to protect you from danger. Well,
0: and also the idea of being uh, – this this is the equivalent of someone essentially like sinking into quicksand and being like, I didn't call out for you because you shouldn't have to come just because I'm sinking in quicksand. It's
1: like, true. No, call out. it. <laughs> uh. We can't. Apparently, they're fine. Kirsten talks to Seth and she's like, Please come to the party. And Seth's like, I'm so mad at dad. Dad's a garbage.
0: <laughs> yeah, Seth has decided the only way to deal with his emotions is to triple down on them.
1: And Kirsten's like, I mean, he's not. I made a lot of mistakes, Seth. Just come to the party. Also, go to the Newport group and get this fancy thing your dad needs. And Seth's like, oh, I'm going to be really mad while I'm at the party.
0: Seth knows so little about the situation other than, and he might go to jail. And he's like, oh, God, dad is. <laughs> he He really, I mean, Seth is very much a mama's boy. He just.
1: <laughs> and Seth is very immature emotionally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's wild that the steps they decide to take in this.
1: So, uh, well, there's
0: a reason Ryan can't go get the, uh, the that concept drawing. He's been running through the woods for
1: hours. He stops. He catches his breath. And he's like, who can I call? Who will understand the situation? <laughs> Marissa. Marissa. Marissa
0: will be the one that I call.
1: So he calls her. She's so happy. She's like, oh, my God. I had such a fun weekend. And he's like, I did not. I've been running
0: in the woods for hours. I've been thinking of my neighborhood, but my neighborhood is huge.
1: Can I meet you at your house? And she explains Nope, she makes things worse. He can get into their house, the Cooper Nichols Roberts house, by uh, using the key that's under the mat by the pool.
0: Now, few things. No one has ever had to worry about getting into the Cooper Nichols Roberts house. That is never a concern. People just arrive in there. And two, your multi-million dollar mansion full of <laughs> has a key. Under the mat?
1: By the pool. By
0: the pool? Whose idiotic idea? Whose who's, who's little rascal's plan was, let's put the key under the mat. They'll never suspect that, the criminal is trying to break into our house.
1: I have a proposition. Yeah? The key is not for the house. He can get into the house the normal way, by talking to the housekeeper. Yeah. The key is for Marissa's bedroom.
0: <laughs> I'll... I like that a lot better than the idea that Bruce is like, well, if to get to my room, I put the key under the mat by the pool house or by the pool. And they're like, wait, just for your room. Yes, just for my room. I also have a key hidden all across the city. Someone may find a key, but they don't know what the key is for. It's a mystery. It's a challenge. And if they win, they win, <laughs> I don't I- know, a selection of knickknacks that I keep <laughs> in my closet.
1: They may have any piece of clothing I own, but not my jacket. Not the jacket I had to get from Voychuk's van on the rape night.
0: (laughs) That's from the memories of the rape. I've never talked to Heather (laughs) on that day or the day further. It's unclear what our relationship is now.
1: But I have that jacket, so I never forget.
0: (laughs) I hope she's doing fine. She had a very bad night.
1: I did take her to the hospital. Maybe? (laughs) Maybe. We didn't talk about it. It's
0: unclear what she did. For all we know, she took Heather, (laughs) put her back inside, and then went home. Like, like, (laughs) situation dealt with. (sighs) So, Ryan's going to meet her at her house. Meanwhile, Seth, uh, we we get a few very quick things here.
1: Sad Seth, sad smokes pot in the Newport group.
0: Yes, uh. Neil, with some more Neil business, some more patented Neil business,
1: has decided that Sandy is bad. <laughs>
0: well, he can't go to the party. It feels like a... Co- he has not made a firm decision anywhere or the other. He's mostly just being like, ah, I don't... This feels like a conflict of interest. Like, I, I don't know. Like I don't know, man. I got some Neil business.
1: And Julie is like, Neil, in this family, we stand up for our friends.
0: <laughs> and, and I do want to... I do imagine somewhere in her in, like... In this speech, Hidden is like, and I understand you may have to, you know... Give evidence
1: against him. Give evidence him. against him
0: later, but for tonight, you can be his friend.
1: And guess what? If you do have to give evidence against him, Sandy won't care. Sandy and Kirsten are the one true people in this town, Neil.
0: Seth gets a call from Kirsten.
1: Who's like, why aren't you here yet? What are you doing?
0: Well, he grabs the concept, but oh my god, the roach from his... uh, uh I, I like how we both going to use the term roach and then marijuana cigarette. So I am both uh, hip in 2010 and hip in 1970s.
1: <laughs> now, his marijuana cigarette, he just put down on the side of the uh, desk because he was distracted by the phone call. Yeah. And he's so high.
0: That it falls in the garbage can.
1: And he forgot it was there. Uh. <laughs> and now for the rest of this episode, we will cut back and forth between scenes... And also scenes of fire. The
0: fire spreads. Well, hey, the DA arrives at the party, and Sandy is very flippant about, the, about being arrested. He's
1: like, ha-ha, he'll probably arrest me, but I should practice my speech anyway. I mean, at this
0: point, Sandy knows what his plan is, so. Also,
1: the DA is definitely not arresting him at his Man of the Year party. <laughs> no. That's not what a DA no. does.
0: Meanwhile, fire
1: spreads. This model hospital, it catches on fire.
0: Marissa arrives, and Ryan's like, Marissa! You gotta say that I was with you tonight. If anyone asks, I was with you tonight.
1: And Marissa's like, cool, this is something I can do.
0: Meanwhile, fire spreads.
1: The whole Newport group is on fire. I'm,
0: I'm like, okay, I get it. It's like a metaphor that, yeah. you know, the, 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 the chaos is spreading throughout the community. Here's the spoiler alert it's not a metaphor, it's just fire. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the idea was that like, unrest oh yeah all, yeah, all this unrest, oh, so much chaos, like things are starting. Oh, Ryan has asked for an alibi and the, the DA's arrived at the party. Oh, what's going to happen? No one knows. The fire is spreading. No, nah, it's just cutting back to the fire spreading. And I'm like, oh, come on.
1: Because Neil shows up at the party and Neil's like, hey, Julie Cooper, I liked your lecture. It taught me things. <laughs>
0: no Notably, it does not cut back to the fire spreading.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: So, Sandy... Takes the stand.
1: He does his speech. And he begins the speech by being like, hey, you guys gave me a huge honor. I do not want it.
0: Suck it! Sandy Cohen!
1: Guess what, guys? i made fun of Newport a lot. And I should have. Because being a part of Newport sucks for me.
0: <laughs> he, gives, he gives this no time at all. I like to imagine this part of the speech he had planned out way back when they first said. That he won. There has been. They already did a photo shoot of him for the cover. He has let this go so far, he's and he's like, been hey. like, "Also, screw you guys."
1: Also, guess what, Doctor Griffin sucks. I'm. I'm
0: gonna be. Uh... Uh, I'm going to be sh- working with the DA to bring down Dr. Griffin. And
1: uh, at this <laughs> point, I started panic attacking because I was like, oh, my God, the Newport Group is burning down. I
0: thought that was, I thought, that, yeah, like, oh, my God, the, the, I thought the idea was going to happen to so be forced into keeping,
1: keeping the secret because all of his evidence burned up.
0: Now, here's the, I also would have disliked that. Like, if, oh, I, yeah. if that was the case, I would have hated it. But he he keeps the evidence on him.
1: Yeah, he's been holding this folder that he holds a lot.
0: (laughs) Which, of course, of course he has. Of course,
1: good work, Sandy. (laughs) He's he's
0: smart. He knows, like, well, I mean, if I leave it there, the building could burn down. (laughs) Someone's going to steal it. Kirsten is floored for this entire speech.
1: Now, the (laughs) topping on the speech is that he is stepping down from the Newport group. To be with his family.
0: Well, because unfortunately, that hospital will never be built. Nope. Ever. It will. Ha, Newport Mercy will never exist. Instead, we're going to build a theater on that land. We are
1: going to salt the earth so nothing can grow.
0: <laughs> there will, if as long as long as I'm here, there will never be a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a real weird <laughs> push once again to make that hospital the villain. <laughs>
1: But all right. So Sandy gives all of his documents to the DA. The the DA is like, "Oh, thank God. We had no case." Sandy.
0: Kirsten is once again just like, "What? What do you mean you're not a bad person?
1: How is this
0: possible?"
1: Seth also is like, "Oh my. My dad is good." It- Yeah, it's never been shown
0: otherwise. (laughs) This is like whenever they show Voychuk as being bad. Like, Voychuk's a bad guy? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sandy's
0: a good guy?
1: Just because Voychuk was sad when he couldn't put a tie on does not make him a good person.
0: (laughs) Just just because Sandy... Man, I don't even know. Just
1: because Sandy was near Dr. Griffin not make him a bad person? Because Sandy had a project he was passionate about?
0: Well, not even, once again, not even that he was passionate about the project. It was outwardly shown as a good and moral project run by immoral people. (laughs) And Sandy. (sighs) And Sandy. But the fire.
1: Well, these police show up and Sandy's like, no, no, I gave the evidence over. Maybe
0: I'm too Maybe I'm too late. Like, man, I really tried to milk this. And, you know, maybe I should have earlier said, hey, I'm not.
1: I'm not the bad guy.
0: Uh, meanwhile, Ryan and
1: Marissa pull out. And Ryan goes,
0: they're here for me.
1: And Marissa's <laughs> like, okay, well, it's a good thing you hung out with me all night, huh?
0: <laughs> I love Ryan. My God, these cops are here for me. No, they're here for her. Seth. Seth! There's been a fire!
1: And they think Seth started it because he was the last person seen on video to be in the Newport group, I guess.
0: I'm assuming cameras. I'm assuming some sort of swipe thing. I'm assuming someone saw Seth go into the room then sit there for hours smoking pot. <laughs> anyway, not block party plays again as Seth is driven away. His father saying, no, I'll, don't tell him anything. I'll, 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 I'll deal with this. I'll be a lawyer. I'll be a lawyer again.
1: no. If I can make a guess, Seth is going to be fine.
0: Seth's going to be fine.
1: <laughs> Considering Ryan burned a house down, and Ryan got off on it.
0: Yes, but this is the Newport Group, the company that will definitely no longer exist when Sandy steps down.
1: The company that his dad owns, so his dad will not be pressing charges. He de-
0: he definitely just burned down a, a abandoned building just a bit before it became abandoned.
1: Just slightly too soon.
0: Slightly too soon. If it was any later, he would have just burned down an abandoned building. Accurate. I mean, I guess Sandy... Who, who was going to take over for Sandy? It's Sandy and Matt. Yeah, no and Matt was gone. There? Matt's in Chicago now.
1: Uh, maybe he was gonna give Matt the Newport group.
0: No, no, Matt's a Chicago his... Matt is in Chicago.
1: Matt is a Chicago boy, you're yeah, right. Now
0: Matt's a Chicago boy. <laughs> so Aaron.
1: Yes, Kevin. Did
0: you find yourself a CW moment in this episode?
1: Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic sat And smoked a marijuana cigarette for so long that the only thing that could remain is drama. Well, I'm not going to take the one that I feel like we, like, really, really begrudged, or not begrudged, spoke about a lot, which was Sandy really milking this for all it's worth. (laughs) My CW moment is a CW character. Oh, yeah? And it's Hadley. (laughs) She literally added zero, zero. Zero to the storyline.
0: I was trying to figure out if it was supposed to be like, oh, Caitlyn isn't having a good... But she they seem to be actually be friends. Like,
1: she's, like, one of Caitlyn's only friends, it seems like.
0: Is, I'm trying to figure out if she was going to be revealed as, like, actually helping Tad.
1: No. No. Is, are they introducing a character in hopes that she may come back next season?
0: Maybe. To mm-hmm. give Caitlyn a, a thing? A friend? but at this at this point, she really just sort of took up space in the episode and added a not she wasn't even a comic relief unless yeah. someone really thought someone saying bitch over and over it was so funny.
1: It was like she just added an element of confusion to all the scenes she was in
0: once once again. I'm so glad you figured out what was happening in that storyline because I could not grok it.
1: <laughs> I got the storyline, did not get the character's name. I think it's Trevor, but for the purposes of our show, it's Tad. <laughs>
0: That entire storyline was a CW moment.
1: (laughs) Accurate. They just had to get Marissa out of the way. Yeah, I guess so. Kevin, did you find a CW moment?
0: I did. And it has to be the Neil business.
1: (laughs) Also a good one. Specifically
0: the moment where Neil's like... I'm not going to the party. I can't go to the party. And then he later then he comes in next to me, like, I decided to go to the party.
1: (laughs) It's like Neil wants so badly to be on the T V (laughs) show. It does. It feels like a reality
0: show moment where someone's like, Well, if I just stir up some drama, I'll get some shots on the show.
1: (laughs) And I love that Julie's just like absolutely not like this isn't a
0: long-standing storyline for neil like this isn't a big thing where he has to make a huge moral decision
1: also there's enough characters making moral decisions on this show i
0: don't i don't know why they needed to add in some just some neil business (laughs) don't get me wrong i'm always down for some neil business especially when he wears his weird sports like reading glasses
1: (laughs) i know i do love neil like Dr. Roberts becoming a character this season was a real highlight of the season. Yeah. But this is a weird <laughs>
0: This is a weird moment. thing weird thing to do for him. Uh well hey, we're coming we're going to the last episode, and it seems like it's mostly gonna be about Seth and Ryan.
1: Seth burns down the Newport group. Ryan is conflicted about Voychuk.
0: I mean, I imagine Voiches. Like, is the idea there that Voychuk will either flip on Ryan...
1: Voychuk will never flip on Ryan, Kevin.
0: Nah, he might. He might He might be like, this was a hard choice for me, Ryan, but I had to. I had to make it.
1: <laughs> Ryan's gonna be like, blackmail blackmail's illegal, dude.
0: Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be one of those things where, like, r- because Marissa has to cover for Ryan... It's then like,
1: Boychuk doesn't know what to do because he also loves Marissa.
0: Well, I'm more of thinking it was going to be the thing where, like, they've gotten in too deep now because Marissa. Like, if he had, a, if he had at the beginning been super open about all this stuff, then maybe they could have got through it. But unfortunately, like, they start they started with the lie. Like, if this entire if the season has a theme, which I don't think it does, but if it had one, it was the fact that that hiding behind lies makes things worse.
1: But Ryan didn't lie to Marissa. We don't know if he told her the truth or not.
0: No, 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 no. But Marissa telling the police as a false alibi of saying oh. Ryan was, would be lying. Yeah. So the that's the idea is that rather than, or or rather than the whole thing with Voitchek blackmailing him for assault, like like don't wrong. that is bad. It definitely is bad. We're not trying to say that's not a bad thing. Like that would not trying to say that would not affect Ryan, but at the same time,
1: I'm listening to everything you're saying. But I want to remind you of something. Yeah. Misha Barton, Marissa, yeah. is not on the OC Season 4. I know
0: she's on the OC Season 4.
1: So let's not forget that. <laughs> Never forget.
0: <laughs> Never forget that that something will happen to her and she will not be there in well, Season 4.
1: Or she just won't go to college and have <laughs> the, no interest in her. She's going to go visit Jimmy on his boat.
0: Well, I, here's something I'm going to say about, about – uh, since we're now in the penultimate episode of Season 4 um, – going to season 4. They've said all these kids going up to colleges, which means you may know the answers so if if you do don't. Either somehow they will all not go to college or we're about to get a wild time skip.
1: I assume that every TV show for college will do the uh one tree hill time skip and be like, "Let's just skip forward 4 years."
0: I mean, they they have been very clear that these are these people like like Summer and Seth will be together, but Ryan it's going to Berkeley. Marissa will not be there for season four.
1: <laughs> so she's not going to be at Berkeley. She's not going to be at Berkeley. She also keeps telling us.
0: Yeah. And so that means that of of, of our main characters, all the adults are in... The O.C. The OC. Seth and Summer are in Providence. Yeah. Uh, Rhode Island
1: And Berkeley as a town is not so far from the OC.
0: But that is too far for a show to handle its characters with. Maybe like, oh, Ryan just comes down every single week (laughs) for some hijinks and plot stuff.
1: And Taylor Townstead, our beautiful, beautiful friend, is in France.
0: (laughs) Yes. Or potentially Korea.
1: True. Yeah. She got into the Sorbonne, but...
0: Yeah, Korea. So, I will see what next episode brings, then we'll have to see what next season brings, but... So, reminder: we will have a double up update this week. So, the the final episode of the OC this season will be coming out on this Thursday,
1: and you'll like it.
0: Yeah, and then next week is Riverdale. Riverdale. The return.
1: The return of Jughead being dead.
0: The return of the Mac.
1: Return of the Mac. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Is Seth going to jail?
0: Has Ryan seen the last of Voychuk?
1: Is it even worth it to ask any more questions about Marissa?
0: Answers all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Osiris and Abs.
1: A teen drama fan cast?